Hey guys, and thanks for listening to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing and FMF. Here's an interview that I did with Sean Brennan, the PR director over at Feld Entertainment, to give you guys a little bit of an inside look at uh, the way they do media, the way that they're looking to get new eyes on uh, on, on Supercross, and, uh, and what they're doing to kind of grow the sport a little bit. So this should be kind of educational. Really enjoy speaking with Sean, and uh, always a pleasure to have him on the show. Here he goes. Yeah, we're here in Houston with uh, none other than Sean Brennan. Sean, how are you this beautiful Saturday afternoon? Fantastic. It is round two of Monster Energy Supercross. We are here in Houston. Uh, we haven't been here in a couple years, so it is fun to be back. Beautiful stadium, beautiful track, and uh, and dirt that these guys uh, probably haven't been on in a little while, uh, and possibly even new dirt. Um, looks like they're they're sorting things out. You know, dirt actually has a shelf life of seven years. A lot of folks didn't know that, that dirt actually has a shelf life. Uh, but since we are or have not been here in a while, the, what you are seeing is a lot of brand new dirt. Uh, so it, is very, it was very tacky when we put it in yesterday. It'll start drying out. It looks a little drier here uh, this morning. But, yeah, it looks amazing. Um, the sand section is super cool. Uh, that's going to really change some of the racing a little bit later on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have new dirt here in Houston. That we do. And uh, we've got a ton of uh, new talent, and we've got a ton of uh, new hurdles for you as a uh, the PR director to handle on a weekly basis. Um, if you could, give us the Coles notes, the kind of rundown of what it is you do and, and how you tackle each week. Well, it's a lot more complicated than I think a lot of folks, uh, you know, may may see from the outside. But we're always working against really kind of three different things with Supercross. Uh, we we're fortunate enough to have a uh, press corps, you know, that includes members like yourself, uh, and that press corps. You know, really represents about 15, 16 different countries. So a lot of people think, you know, the Racer X and uh, Motocross Action Magazine, some of them folks, uh, which we are fortunate, you know, to be, you know, covering us on a weekly day-to-day basis. Uh, But there are magazines just like that all around the country. So two-thirds of our online digital audience is outside of the United States. So... From a press corps standpoint, uh, it's really making sure that you guys uh, have access each and every week to what you need to continue writing your stories because you guys are the closest on the ground. Uh, You know these riders, these athletes. uh, For the most part, you know their mechanics, you know their team managers, you know the sport intimately inside and out. So again, we're very fortunate to have a press corps that follows it uh, not only on a domestic level but an international level as well. And then secondly, you know, we are, you know, in the business of live event, you know, so we have a live event each week, we have a championship race each week, and we have a television broadcast each week. Yeah. So there, there are a lot of different types of uh, PR and media and outreach. Um, so we have uh, a team that is in place each and every week uh, doing local media as well. So we've coordinated uh, an advance uh, schedule with all of the teams and athletes. And, for example, this week Jason Anderson came in early, and we kept him busy doing in-studio visits all around Houston and television you know, interviews all uh, uh, throughout Houston on Thursday. 
and then we had uh, everybody return on Friday. We have our traditional media day on Friday that included uh, folks like yourself. Well, you didn't make it this week. <laughs> I guess you'll be telling that story I in believe, another podcast. I think so, yeah. <laughs> so there is a lot of work and a lot of effort that goes into uh, the local publicity. Um, iconic sports writers, uh, motorsports writers in each city that we go to uh, have been reporting on Supercross for, you know, our 40 plus year history. So the Houston Chronicle we hosted yesterday, a motorsports writer that came out that, you know, covered Supercross 20 years ago. Those things, as we move forward, are becoming more rare, which is sad. Uh, What's happened to traditional uh, print and newspapers and things like that. Uh, but Houston, you know, again, we're fortunate they, that they sent out uh, a beat writer, if you will, and uh, we were able to host the Chronicle. Uh, we also had the local ABC station and the number one sports uh, anchor come to Media Day yesterday as That's well. Cool. So, you know, the face of Houston that is typically, um, you know, <clears throat> with the Texans and... Uh, covering baseball and hockey and the traditional uh, sports, you know, was here yesterday covering us, which is really, really huge for for our sport. Um, so then, thirdly, there is the mainstream media, uh, things like Uproxx and TMZ Sports and BuzzFeed and some of the pop culture uh, type outlets that we are putting a huge investment in for the 18th season. Uh, And at Anaheim One last week, we hosted 17 different national mainstream media outlets. uh, And they represent a core audience of 144 million unique visitors a month to their readership, which... The way we see it is 144 million brand new eyeballs on our sport, totally. which is unbelievable. Right. So it is not as easy as, um, you know, just show up each week and <laughs> open up the press box. Um, so there's a lot of different layers to the different types of press and the different types of outreach that we are doing. Um, but I am my my week to week and my planning is in some stage of one of those, uh, whether it's uh, a juggling act, national, local, and or uh, our press corps as well. It is definitely a juggling act. No kidding. Um, it, it seems to me that that would be it would be a d- difficult task to get the attention of a BuzzFeed or of a uh, another one of those m- mainstream media's that uh, may not be familiar with the sport the like what it is who who's it's about or why it needs to even have light shed on it last year was a banner year for us as Mm -hmm. far as our tv ratings and our broadcast uh as well as our live attendance and a lot of things that we're doing this year uh actually started last year okay um so i think that we are seeing some fruits of our labor from last year Mm -hmm. and you know, outlets like BuzzFeed and some of those, uh, as they are looking for things to cover and things that are interesting, especially to their demographic of 18 to 34, uh, and a sport that is so exciting and visually appealing uh, and can be brought to you in bite-sized nuggets uh, is extremely uh, appealing to them. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're really seeing is, um, one... 
a lot of our, you know, outreach that really started last year combined with uh, a lot of the uh, record-setting, you know, attendance and broadcast, everything's really just kind of falling into place from a lot of effort that we've already put into this. So uh, how do you guys see a, a return on that? When you guys uh, go out and make a bigger effort to, to get more eyeballs, um, like what are, what's the evidence as to you can see that uh, your, your efforts are working? An easy one is an outlet like, say, the Players' Tribune okay. that actually assigns a beat writer to cover Supercross. Yeah. So the Players' Tribune, if uh, you know, you're not familiar with, is uh, an outlet owned by Derek Jeter. Okay. It was started by Derek Jeter, and he really wanted to give athletes a voice. Um, he really didn't think that throughout his outstanding you know, baseball career that he didn't always have uh, the most opportunity to write from that first-person right. perspective. And that's why he started the Players' Tribune. There you go. Um, so Ricky Carmichael, uh, we actually had him featured in the Players' Tribune around the Monster Energy Cup, okay. and he was the very first Supercross athlete to uh, be featured. And then secondly, we had Ken Roxon and his fantastic comeback story. Uh, ended up announcing that in his comeback, I'm going to be in Anaheim Racing. Uh, we were able to do that uh, through the Players' Tribune as well. So... When you have an outlet like that that is so mainstream, uh, started by uh, an iconic baseball player, traditional sports, baseball, football, basketball, and they assign a beat writer, that is definitely proof that we're moving in the right direction. Totally. Um, like how, how does that process uh, get in motion in the, in, the, in the sense of actually getting the attention of uh, a a platform like that uh, I don't expect them to just stumble upon a sport like Supercross is there like an outreach um, in, in place to, to get these people's attention and uh, like and then once you get their attention how do you sell it so we are very fortunate to have a team and I'm very fortunate to have a team uh, you know on the local front the way that our business is structured we have uh, regional communications directors, and this might get a little complicated, so I won't try to bore uh, your audience, but we have a machinery. Um, I think a lot of folks may not know uh, and or forget sometimes that uh, with Feld Entertainment, we also own Monster Jam, right. Arena Cross, Disney on Ice, Marvel Universe Live. Uh, we are the largest uh, live event ticket um company and provider in the world so we have an infrastructure of regional communications directors and we have uh publicists in every city that are completely connected to that city Mm -hmm. with all of the major media outlets and we um are now at a point that and we just started really utilizing that machinery if you will last season so 2017 we used to always have the motorsports division operate differently so we recognized that that was an opportunity to change because everything that this company has been built on and the way that we have uh, uh, attacked and approached pr Mm -hmm. has worked for every other brand that we have right um 
But there was a huge void left when Danny Hartwig uh, resigned from the company, and okay. he oversaw all of the PR efforts for Supercross for 18 years. It's a long time. And so he was an icon in this industry, and uh, my goodness, did a lot of backbreaking work himself. Um, but when he did resign, we saw that as an opportunity to make a change, and that's okay. why we did it. So 2017 was really about educating. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the local publicists in our markets that we employ and our regional teams uh, and educating them on the sport of Supercross. And we're now seeing that we're in year two. We're really seeing the fruits of that investment. Secondarily, uh, we are now working with the Mullenlow Agency uh, for all of our national uh, mainstream PR. Okay. So they are a global public relations uh powerhouse mm-hmm. and they are they are as por- uh, passionate about this sport as we are perfect we brought them to uh atlanta last year right and uh you know onboarded them if you will gave them the vip treatment took them onto the track introduced them to a lot of our teams and athletes and that was their first real immersion uh into our sport and they fell in love with it so we have um you know, we are making the investment in this uh, sport that we all love, and we want to see it grow. That is our number one objective, is mm-hmm. growing Supercross. So everything that we do uh, from a company standpoint is with that in mind. So we have, on the local regional front, we have an army of now, you know, really well-connected and knowledgeable uh, PR teams working on the local front. And then we have one of the most powerful PR agencies in the world uh, assisting on the national front as well. That's awesome. Well, uh, I've often said it's pretty easy to fall in love with motocross. You just got to get introduced to it in the first place. And you guys are certainly doing a great job of that. Sean, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. It's always a privilege to chat every single weekend that I see you. Really appreciate the time and uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I apologize that my voice is a little uh, a little off this week, but uh, the last two weeks have been pretty crazy, uh, even though we're in round two. Uh, but I've definitely lost a little bit of my, uh, my voice these last two weeks. But again, thank you for having me on. I really do appreciate it. Awesome, man. I'll, we'll chat again soon. Well, there you have it, guys. My conversation with Sean Brennan. Uh, great to always speak with him. Uh, um, he's a media mind of sorts and uh, and really does enjoy spending time with uh, with Big MX Radio and, and sharing some knowledge with you guys. I hope that you guys learned a little something today uh, and have a little bit better view on uh, what the vision of, uh, of Supercross is to grow it. So uh, keep listening and uh, and thank you for listening. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to come on this show and uh, speak my mind and, and bring my guests to you guys. Have a good one.